Hi, and welcome to episode six, series two, Tuesday Epilepsy Club, Caring for Someone with Epilepsy. This one was chosen by Kurt, my youngest son. I was lying in bed after a tonic-clonic fit, and I was making a list of all the different things I should do as a podcast for series two. And he grabbed a computer off me and said, well, you've forgotten the most important one, which is caring for someone with epilepsy, which I found quite funny because, of course, it's not something that I put on my list because I'm not caring for someone with epilepsy. But as far as he's concerned, it's a really, really important one. So he moved it to the top of the list. It's... um. We encourage meltdowns in our house. It's important to have a meltdown. It's 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 quite funny because I get lots and lots of letters, lots of direct messages, lots of um, emails from loads of people since I've started the Instagram and wrote the book Fits and Starts. Um, all masses of people saying, well, you seem so calm after... Uh, all these years and I want to achieve what you have and you always seem so uh, relaxed even after you've had loads of tonic clonic fits and it's not like that at all obviously you have a snippet of my life and even in the book fits and starts that you have a snippet of what my life is like when it goes into complete meltdown but we actually encourage um, meltdowns in this house. Um, we all have them on a regular basis because if you don't, then you're just going to keep it in. And if you keep it in, then you're just going to get angry. Um, Oscar and Kurt regularly tell us what they're angry about. And they get very angry about my epilepsy, um, especially Oscar. Uh, he, he thinks it's very, very unfair. I don't think Kurt quite so much, the 12-year-old, um, but the 14-year-old certainly um, thinks it's completely unjustified. Um, and the other day, Tim had a bit of a meltdown, um, funnily enough, at me. <laughs> I don't think he meant to. Um, he was making dinner and I wasn't listening. I'd had a tonic-clonic fit earlier in the day and I decided it was a good idea to start helping to make dinner, but started having a partial fit halfway through it and was wandering around the kitchen um, aimlessly. And Tim, I was aware of the fact that something wasn't quite right. I couldn't see properly, and I was obviously muttering to myself something quite bizarre. And Tim said to me, can you go and sit in the soft chair? And... Uh, me being my usual self, completely ignored him. And he said, baby, listen to me. Can you go and sit in the soft chair? And I heard him and just, again, decided that I was going to ignore him. And then he said, I've put on the TV for you. Just go and sit in the soft chair. And then suddenly I heard him raise his voice and said, Fran, listen to me. I can't make dinner for everyone and worry about you at the same time. I need you to sit in the soft chair. I can't do this by myself. Listen to me. And then I got really, really, really upset and burst out into tears and said something along the lines of, why are you all shouting at me? Which, of course, he doesn't at all. And it was completely unjustified. But for that moment in time, um, I was very, very upset just simply because I thought 
that um, it was really, really unfair. But it was it complete. He was completely within his right. He was just trying to keep me safe. But this again is a perfect example of someone caring for someone with epilepsy um, from the other side. But from my side, um, I'm just I, I feel protected. But at the same time, sometimes the person with epilepsy just feels a little bit like I need to breathe and I can't breathe. And things like when Tim goes away for a few days, he works in Oxford quite a lot. And when he goes away, Oscar and Kurt say things like, right, we're going to put the burglar alarm on and we're going to lock you in so you can't leave the house. And I know they're joking, but I also know that if they had their way, that would be the best thing as far as they can, you know, as far as they were concerned, that would be the safest option for them. But it's just caring for someone, caring for someone with epilepsy is a very, very complicated business for both sides. And the only thing I can advise is communication. And that's the only way that we've got through it for as long as we have. So Tim and I have been together for over 20 years and many of you will know about how Tim reacted when he was first told about my epilepsy. He was an absolute gem. And um, Oscar and Kurt have obviously been brought up with my fits. But it's just communication, communication, and talking about it regularly. It's something which is constantly in the topic of conversation, obviously not in a morose way, but just, you know, realizing that we we booked a holiday the other day and then we sort of said, well, we'd love to have a pool, but we can't have a pool because it'll just be really stressful because if mommy falls into the pool, then that'll be really distressing. And I can't, that, and Tim said, well, I can't really worry about, um, mummy falling into the pool it'll just it won't be a holiday for me and then Oscar and Kurt said oh well in that case we'll just be close to the beach and we won't worry about being close to a pool you know and and those kind of conversations are constantly around and and it means that it's always something which is up for debate so I think communication is definitely the way forward it's it's um 